Hey cousin, come on in. Welcome to the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. I'm your host, Miss Amber J. The goal of the podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience, and don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you can be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Dear World Podcast. You already know who it is. It's your girl, Amber J. I think I said this in a few episodes ago, some time ago, um, but sometimes you have to forgive yourself. A couple of weeks ago, I was standing in the shower and I was talking to God and I said, God, I wish that you could just make such and such apologize, make them acknowledge that they were wrong, that they played with my heart, my attention, all of these other things. And then it hit my spirit, Amber, you want someone to apologize, one, that's never going to apologize, but two, you need to forgive yourself. And I said that I needed to forgive myself because both of these people that I was referring to, I dealt with them longer than what I should have. Something in my spirit told me not to deal with either person, but I chose to go against it and deal with them anyway. It was a few other reasons as well, but I worked with God to learn how to forgive myself. And it wasn't easy. I had to face some ugly truths. I had to be open and transparent with myself and allow myself to be vulnerable in those moments of working through it. And since that time, I haven't thought about either person. And I think sometimes we look for apologies from other people when realistically we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. And in turn, I think by forgiving ourselves, we are better equipped to forgive other people, even if the apology never comes. And maybe why you need to forgive yourself is different from my reason, because there can be a plethora of reasons on why we need to forgive ourselves. It could be because we stayed in a situation longer than what we should have. We could have went against our intuition. We could have been sleeping on ourselves and not working on our goals. Whatever the reason is, I think it's important to truly sit with yourself and God and work through those things so that you can free yourself from that baggage and just free yourself from wanting or yearning for an apology from someone else. Family, I just wanted to share that with y'all for someone who may have needed to hear it. Without further ado, let's jump into the topic of this episode. Let's talk about red flags while dating. Okay, as always, take everything that I say with a grain of salt. These red flags are things that I have learned from my personal experiences. You may have more or less red flags or different types of red flags. These are not in any specific order. I'm going to just roll them off the way that I wrote them down. So number one, being inconsistent. I think people can be inconsistent in several different ways. I think they can be inconsistent in the way that they treat you, in the way that they speak to you, in the way that they conduct themselves. Some people just are chaotic in one minute. Y'all are together. Then the next minute you're not. They leave you questioning. I I don't like all that. Because number one, God is not the author of chaos and confusion. Number two, if I don't know where I stand in your life, baby, I don't stand in your life at all. And beyond that, some people are just not consistent in how they conduct themselves. Like their character traits are not consistent. And if you can't be consistent within the contents of yourself, how can I expect you to be consistent with me and within the confinements of our relationship? No, thank you. Tag, not it. Number two, lack of communication. I need people to understand that communication runs deep and it's not just about listening and or speaking. 
Baby, one thing for sure, two things for certain. If you don't know how to properly communicate, leave me alone. I do not want to be in another relationship where the man doesn't know how to communicate and he doesn't know how to be intentional with his words and his actions. A lot of people avoid difficult conversations. They only want to talk about what they want to talk about or things that make them comfortable. No, if we're going to be together, we have to be able to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and anything in between. Number three, and this is a red flag that I used to didn't pay attention to, but a person who doesn't respect your boundaries. If a person can't respect your boundaries, baby, they don't respect you. And I need folks to understand that boundaries can exist physically, emotionally, financially, mentally, and spiritually. I cannot express how much it irks my nerve if I tell a person no or whatever it is and they try to find a workaround or they just completely ignore what I say and do what they want. When I tell y'all, I had to learn the importance of not only setting boundaries, but maintaining them the hard way. I mean, I had to learn the hard way. So now I'm at the point that I have boundaries established and I'm not breaking them for anybody. And if you can't respect them, then I'm not the person for you. Number four, lack of accountability. I'm a hip y'all to something. Before you even get into a relationship with a person, there are ways to tell if they do not know how to take responsibility and accountability for their actions. Friend, the only thing that you literally have to do is listen. Listen to their interactions with other people and listen to their responses when they tell you about situations that they were involved in. That will tell you everything that you need to know. If a person does not know how to take accountability, everything that happens in their life that is not good is going to be somebody else's fault. And woo child, they're going to come with all of the excuses in the world. Nothing is going to be their fault. Mm -mm, Not a thing. I think I'm on number five. I have learned to pay attention to how a person speaks on their last relationship. What type of previous relationships were they in? And that can tell you a lot about not only the person, but the type of people that the person chooses to be with. And this also goes back to the accountability thing. If a person can acknowledge what they did in their previous relationship, that tells you a lot about them. Granted, in some relationships, the way it went down or the way that it ended, it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with the other person. But oftentimes in relationships, nobody is perfect. And even if you weren't the reason that the relationship ended, you should be able to acknowledge some things that you learned from being with your previous mate. Number six, a person who always wants to argue and get loud. Understand. And I think women do this a lot. They try to get loud. I don't know why. It doesn't make your point come across any more clear. It doesn't make your point be heard any more than what it would have been if you said it at a regular tone. I do think arguing is a part of a healthy relationship, but you have to know how to argue or disagree in a healthy manner. If a person can't speak to you in a normal tone without being disrespectful and name calling, that's a red flag because, baby, you might have a little anger issues or something. I don't know. Number seven, a person's words not aligning with their actions. I cannot stand a person who is always telling me what they're going to do but never do anything or a person who says that they love me but never make me feel loved. Baby, don't talk me to death. Put your money where your mouth is and show me. And granted, I know that sometimes life gets in the way. People cannot fulfill or live up to their word. But don't spend all of your time and energy just telling me what you're going to do and never do anything. Like, 
at some point or another, you have to stand on the things that you're saying. And if you can't, you just need to shut up and stop saying what you're going to do. Next one, I cannot stand a person who always says I this, I that, and it's never we. If we're supposed to be in a relationship, I need it to be we have to do X, Y, and Z, or we need to work on this. And granted, some things are just about you and what you need to work on and what you need to do. But if I'm never included in any of the statements when you speak on your life, why are we together? What are we working towards? I am 32 years old and I am trying to get married one day and build a life with the person. So I don't want to be with somebody that always, I this, I that, I this, I that. Am I included in an equation, in the equation, or am I not? Hmm. Y'all done lost track of a number I'm on, but the next one is a person that is always jealous. I think people that are always jealous are always going to accuse you of cheating or they doing something that they shouldn't be doing. It just becomes a greater headache than what is worth. And I, I can't. Mm-mm. These next two are probably at the top of the list of red flags for me. But a person that has trust issues and a person who has not healed from their previous relationships. For me, those two things are the worst because the person has a hella big wall built up. They don't want to get too close to you. Um, they kind of hold things over your head that people in previous relationships have done to them. It just can get very messy. And oftentimes you end up hurting yourself in the long run. So mm -mm, no, thank you. Any signs of narcissism or gaslighting, red flag, flag on the play, leave me alone. I'm good. Another red flag is habitual liars. Now, here's the thing. I think as people, we have all lied at one point or another. But if you're consistently lying at that point, I can't trust you. And if I can't trust the person, there is no point in me dealing with them or trying to build a relationship with them. Another red flag for me is a person not knowing what they want. They don't know if they want to be single. They don't know if they want to be in a relationship. And I feel like people like that are a waste of time and they will try to hold on to you until they figure out what it is that they want. Those are some of my red flags, family. I want to hear from y'all. What are some of your red flags? What are some deal breakers that you have? There are some red flags that I just will not deal with the person overall, but then I know that there are some red flags that a person can work on and potentially improve upon. But in any regard, always trust your instinct and do what is best for your well-being. All right, family, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Dear World Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it. And until next time, you know what to do. Drink your water, mind your business. 